The Big Ten is often touted as the second best, if not the best, conference in the nation. There is just one problem with that statement. Since the introduction of the Bowl Championship Series in 1998, the Big Ten has only won two national championships, and they've only played for five, all of those involving one Big Ten team, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Thanks to home loan expert Brendan Bland for sponsoring today's video. I'll talk about him later on. The Big Ten is a tough conference, and you, you can't deny this. Very rarely does a team come out on top undefeated in Big Ten play, much similar to the SEC. The Big Ten and the SEC are more similar in overall depth than a lot of people would think. They have differences. The Big Ten obviously being up north, you have a wider variety of, I would say, seasonal changes. It's warm at the beginning of the season, very cold at the end of the season. It's not the same down south where it starts off, you know, very hot and by the end of the year is just hot or warm. And if you don't think that has much of an effect, it does because our muscles and our bodies respond to temperature. They, they respond in sometimes an intense way. There are other differences as well, both from scenery, culture. There's a plethora of differences. And there's also a plethora of commonalities. Both conferences are ones that have the highest annual payout per team. Both conferences have the largest amount of Blue Bloods in their conference as well. And they are adding more Blue Bloods in the near future to their conferences. The Big Ten adding USC, a football blue blood, and UCLA, a basketball blue blood, and the SEC adding Oklahoma and Texas football blue bloods. So both conferences are the most dominant, but the SEC has won, I don't even know how many national titles recently. There was a big stretch for a while, I think from yeah, 2006 to 2012, where the SEC won the national championship every year in that stretch. Meanwhile, the Big Ten has only won it in 2002 and 2014, again by one team, Ohio State. Michigan State has played for an opportunity to win a national championship, getting in the 2015 college football playoff. They got blown out 38 nothing by Alabama. Michigan just this past season had an opportunity to win the CFP. And they got blown out 34-11 to by Georgia. Penn State in 2016, at the end of the year, they looked like a possible playoff contender. Looked like they could have been a team that gotten snubbed. They had two early losses, but finished strong, won the Big Ten. They lost 52-49 in a shootout to USC in the Rose Bowl. And in other instances where the Big Ten, you know, they weren't even playing for a national championship but they were still playing in a New Year's Six Bowl game or a prestigious setting, and they lost there too. 2010, 11, and 12, Wisconsin, though the 2012 team wasn't really good, they went to the Rose Bowl, I think, all those three years and were 0-3 in that stretch. Even in playoff appearances from Ohio State and national title appearances from Ohio State, the Buckeyes, two years in a row under Jim Trestle in 06 and 07, appeared in national title games, and they themselves got spanked by, guess who, 
SEC teams, Florida in 2006 and LSU in 2007. Ohio State, in all of this, despite some failures in the playoff and winning the national championship, they still can get it done. And they're the only Big Ten team this century who has gotten it done. Before them, it was Michigan in 1997. Penn State, depending on what metric you looked at, I think it was 1994 or 1993. Depending on some metrics, they won it then. Others disputed. They've never claimed that national championship. And before then, Ohio State was, again, the main component of the Big Ten on the national stage for winning national championships and such. Is it the same this year, though, is the question. And I think that most of us already know the answer to that, but I just want to briefly go over it for a minute or two, talk about what others think, adding my own opinion in there, specifically talking about what ESPN and their predictions think and say, what their power metrics say, and then go into more detail about Ohio State and their playoff appearances, the national championships they've won. And while I talk about that, talk about how their team overall this year is built and how it measures up to the standard of winning a national title. Michigan, I would say, is the only other Big Ten team who could truly challenge, if you were to, of course, simulate the season hundreds of times over, the team that has the most talent, the most... I would say, offensive production to challenge the Buckeyes. And even then, I don't think Michigan is capable of winning a national championship this year. Maybe they are, but I just see it as, you know, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. College football has become very, I would say, I think top-heavy is the right term. It's really the top one, two, three, maybe four, maybe some years five teams, and then everyone else, a cliff drops, and that's where the sixth or seventh team is. You find this in ESPN's FPI, and I actually find it to be pretty accurate. The fifth and sixth highest rated teams are closer to the 15th and 16th highest rated teams than they are to the second and third highest rated teams, like the top one, two, three, four, maybe five teams are on a whole different playing field compared to the rest. Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin, those schools, I'd say, have the talent or they have other factors, whether it be through the portal, whether it be their coaching staff, or all these other things that could maybe challenge Ohio State, maybe throw in Minnesota, why not Nebraska in there, Purdue, I mean, many Big Ten teams have the depth, coaching staff, and even at cases, talent to challenge Ohio State and maybe beat them in a in a given year. But to actually win the national championship, go fifteen and zero or fourteen and one, is a completely different story. And I think that only Ohio State, sadly, and I say that as a Michigan fan, and the rest of the Big Ten says that as well. Only Ohio State is capable of going 14-1 and or 15-0, and I think. And if another team proves me wrong, I'll be happy to see someone new outside of Ohio State win the national championship for the Big Ten. But it looks to be the Buckeyes for now. And speaking of something that is just on a whole different level, on a whole different playing field, let's talk about today's sponsor, Brendan 
land. Let's specifically chat about home field advantage. We all know that playing in your stadium with your fans in the stands can make all the difference in the final moments of a close game. Think of the national championship game. Winning in the Big Ten, winning the national title is far from easy. It's not a cakewalk when you're trying to buy a home. When you're deciding on where home field will be, you need the advantage of a winning home loan team. Friend of the channel, a Buckeye himself, and home loan expert Brendan Bland is here to help you dive across the goal line of home ownership. Brendan is a Zillow five-star rated home loan officer who has a passion for helping others achieve their dream of home ownership. Unlike most online lenders, I love that Brendan and his team leverage the latest in digital technology while still taking a personal approach to understand what's important to you and your family during this exciting time. Understanding your loan options and getting pre-approved is a quick, easy, and can actually be pretty fun. Working with Brendan gives you access to amazing resources, including super accurate loan calculators, credit improvement tools, and even a personal loan website that allows you to review your custom loan plan at any time during your search. How cool is that? A personal approach coupled with support during every step of the process means you will never feel alone. Think of yourself as the QB of your home search, and Brendan is your offensive line. Or, an analogy that I think is pretty cool too, when that quarterback and his offensive line are up there, and the quarterback's trying to sneak it across the goal line in a fourth and goal situation, think of Brendan as that top tier, as that number one running back or fullback that gives the QB that push. Every inch matters, and just having a few extra inches of push is the difference from failing on fourth and goal not getting where you want to go, or absolute success, and getting in, and getting it done, and getting that touchdown. One person can make all the difference, and Brendan is certainly that. If you already own a home, have Brendan and his team do an equity analysis and see how you can leverage the money in your house to pay off expensive consumer debt, or finish that house project you have been putting off since last summer. You have never had more equity than you do right now, so it's your money and use it how you want to. If you're looking to buy or refi, Brendan is your guy. To see how easy it is to get started, go to MortgageMadeModern.com. That's MortgageMadeModern.com or click the link in the description below to get started. Let's get back to Ohio State and their national title contender status. Since the BCS era, Ohio State has won two titles and they've played for five Played for one in 2020, they played for one in 2016, they played for one in 2019, that's the college football playoff era. In that stretch, excluding the 2014 team, they are one and three, factoring in 2014, they are three and three in the college football playoff. In the BCS era, Ohio State won one BCS title game. They lost two. They're one and two in that stretch. So overall, Ohio State's four and five in games that decide who wins the national championship. So they don't even have a 500 record there. And I'm not saying that's not impressive. That's actually extremely impressive. The point is they don't have a 500 record and the Big Ten overall has not even come close to that. The Big Ten is a very deep conference, but it seems to be, for the most part, carried by Ohio State. 
So, and it doesn't look to change in 2022 either. So it's going to be interesting to see with Mel Tucker in East Lansing doing what he's doing, for example, on the recruiting trail, through the portal, him being very clear with his goals that he wants to bring a championship to East Lansing, and some might interpret that as just a Big Ten championship, but him saying he wants to win every game, and you know Josh Pate and others saying there is a good chance that Mel Tucker, with what he's doing, can bring a national title to East Lansing, I think Mel Tucker... When he says championship, he means that number one place, that number one trophy. It's going to be interesting to see with Michigan, Jim Harbaugh finally breaking through. Can he keep the momentum going? Can he delve into Michigan's alumni resources and through NIL and adaptation bring Michigan to a level that we never thought he could bring Michigan to? And Penn State and James Franklin, James Franklin has been lost it seems for the past two years but his 2016 and 17 teams were phenomenal his 2017 team lost two games by a combined four points they had Saquon Barkley Trace McSorley and others on that team and they've been recruiting at a high level they finished with a top 10 very close to maybe even top five recruiting class for the 2022 cycle, they have the potential to do the same thing in 2023. So there are a lot of different teams in the Big Ten that they could be national title contenders. But for now, Ohio State is the one that has the best resume in that category. And Ohio State is out-recruiting all the others by quite a wide margin and also winning more than those other teams, especially in big games. Ryan Day's first in-conference loss was to a Michigan team that finished in the top four. His only conference loss, 3-0 versus Penn State, 3-0 versus Michigan State, 1-1 versus Michigan, and, you know, I know COVID happened. I'm not going to say 2-1 versus Michigan because it's COVID. Games got canceled. It happens. But if that game was to be played... Ryan Day would more likely be 2-1 versus Michigan than 1-2 versus Michigan. He's a great coach. His program is going in the right direction, recruiting-wise, NIL-wise, and all of these things, adding on the fact that the rest of the Big Ten has only played for two titles in the BCS and CFP era, those coming in 2015 and 2021, just show that it's really Ohio State and we're going to have to wait and see if any other team in the Big Ten steps up to the plate. In those two attempts for the Big Ten to win national titles when Ohio State wasn't involved, 2015 Michigan State and 2021 Michigan, those two teams got outscored in the college football playoff a combined 72-11. to And I have no other words regarding that specifically. In the playing field overall, Ohio State's number one in my top 25. They're number two in ESPN's FPI. They're number two, maybe number one, and then I would say the least popular would be number three or outside of the top three, depending on what top 25 you look at. And it's fascinating, too, because Michigan's number six, but you look at the actual football power index number, Ohio State's is 28.3. Michigan's is 16.8. That's a pretty big gap right there. And Michigan State's 
In comparison, they're ranked 15th, but their FPI score is 12.6. So Michigan and Michigan State, according to the FPI, or Michigan and Penn State, Michigan and Wisconsin, even Michigan and Nebraska are, according to ESPN's FPI, closer together in talent and football power than Michigan and Ohio State are. Ohio State, by far, in the FPI, is viewed as not just one tier or one level above the rest of the conference, but perhaps two, three, or even four levels above the rest of the conference. I wouldn't put Michigan and even some of these other teams that far behind Ohio State here, but I think that it's safe to say, at least in my opinion, that Ohio State is at minimum one level above the rest of the conference, or at least a half level above. Maybe there is an argument. I think there is one that, you know, Ohio State's 1A, maybe Michigan is 1B, or Ohio State's 1, and I actually like this analogy better, Ohio State's 1, or Tier 1, Michigan's in that, like, Tier 1.5 area, where you can be a playoff contender, maybe win a playoff game, but I have a very hard time seeing you win the, the whole thing, much like what I would say Utah would be in my mind. ESPN gives Ohio State a 27.5% chance to win the college football playoff. The rest of the Big Ten combined has a 1.8% chance. Michigan makes up 1.6% of that 1.8 chance. Michigan State and Penn State both share a 0.1. That right there is not even surprising to me. If anything, it's sort of I don't know. I wouldn't, I'd say almost, I'd say saddening in a certain sense. Because Ohio State, they are above and beyond, and there's no reason to discredit them for that, and I'm not. But the Big Ten, if you want to have a strong conference, a conference that can make the case for them to be the best in the nation, you got to have more than one national contender. ESPN's FPI doesn't think the Big Ten does this year. I honestly really don't either. At most, the Big Ten has two national title contenders this year. Ohio State is certainly one of them. If there is to be another, it's most likely to be Michigan. And if it's not Michigan, then I would say, honestly, Penn State, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan State in any order would be would be the next up. And those have a, a small... Adam size chance to beat that, honestly. ESPN also gives Ohio State an 82.7% chance to reach the CFP. They give them a 100% chance to win out, a 73.1% chance to win the conference, and nearly an 80% chance to win their division. Also a 32% chance to win out. I actually have their probability of winning out much higher than ESPN's FPI does, but that's mostly because I have Notre Dame ranked much lower than ESPN does, and I don't view Notre Dame as a top 5 team, or top 10 team, like a lot of people do. In comparison, the rest of the Big Ten is a 22.7% chance to reach the college football playoff. Michigan makes up 17.8% chance of that, then Michigan State with 2.2, Penn State with 2 Wisconsin with 0.6, and Nebraska with 0.1. 
Michigan, also by comparison, only has a 1.7% chance to win out, an 11.2% chance to win the division, and an 8.3% chance to win the conference. The Big Ten, safe to say, has yet to at least prove that they have another national title contender besides Ohio State. It is certainly possible. Michigan and Penn State have a talent edge compared to the rest of the Big Ten, where their talent and physicality just from natural, raw high school talent can match with Ohio State at times. Michigan State, I would say, is the coaching mental toughness. Michigan last year proved that they have the coaching to be able to step up with Ohio State, mental toughness and physical toughness as well. Penn State proved that in 2016, nearly proved that in 2017, 18, and a plethora of other years where they played Ohio State close. Wisconsin, they have the physical toughness, they have the mental toughness, they just don't quite have the raw talent or QB play to get there. It's going to be fascinating to see how Ohio State does with their schedule. I think they'll go 12-0, 13-0 winning their conference, and I do have them winning it all, which would give the Big Ten its third national title since the BCS era was introduced, all of them being won, again, by the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's all I have to say for this video. If you liked it, make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, click the notification bell, and comment your thoughts down below if you were on the YouTube channel. I'm a Michigan fan, and I talk about Ohio State, Michigan State, Nebraska, Michigan, all the other Big Ten teams like Minnesota, Penn State, and Wisconsin, Iowa, Purdue, Maryland. I, I try to talk about everyone at least a little bit in the Big Ten. I sometimes do outside of Big Ten videos, so if you're a college football fan, Big Ten fan, Ohio State fan, or Michigan fan, whatever you are, make sure to subscribe. And if you're listening on the Spotify, make sure to follow this channel. Thank you all for watching, and I'll see you guys around. Bye.